Hi, I'm Antonio Deloach from Antonio Deloach Designs. We're based in New York City, Uptown in Harlem on the historic block of Strivers Row. We're also bi-coastal and have presence in Los Angeles, and you're watching A Student's Perspective. Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to A Student's Perspective, the weekly series that connects students with designers, manufacturers, educators, industry professionals, and design media celebrities to hear their stories on just how they've gotten to where they are now. Through our conversations, we connect the past, present, and future of design to show just how much we can learn from each other to grow towards our fullest potential without prescribed limitations. Think of a student's perspective as a weekly design lecture series from the student's point of view. A student's perspective is a division of the nonprofit University Hall of Innovation whose goals are to connect students with the design industry through design challenges and mentorship and a collaboration with the Marywood University Interior Architecture Program in Scranton, Pennsylvania. All interviews can be found in their video format at www.astudentsperspective.tv. For more information or sponsorship inquiries, please contact universityhalloofinnovation at gmail.com. I'm Bianca May Carey. And I'm Vanessa Coluccio. And today we're here with Antonio Deloach. Um, Antonio, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm Antonio Deloach, again from Antonio Deloach Designs. We're located in New York City, uptown in Harlem, on the historic block of Strivers Row. We also have presence in Los Angeles. We just relocated back to the East Coast about seven months ago. We're here at High Point Market, fall 2022. It has been a phenomenal week. And I'm super excited to be here with you guys. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Thank you. Um, of course, of course. So we would like to know a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are now. If you want to just give us a little general path, maybe. Just a little one? We could be here all day. Okay, guys. so <laughs> you can go as in-depth as you want. I won't keep you guys. Okay. <laughs> um, so for me, I didn't go to school for design. Okay. Um, so it's kind of, I say, what God has called me to do. I get up every single day to change the way that people live. I went to school for business. I originally wanted to go to school for interior design, but that wasn't really the case. We toured a couple colleges, and I remember standing in a dorm room, and a young female had pulled out this like massive sketch. And I was like, I looked at everyone in the room, and I was like, I can't draw. No one was like, oh, we're going to teach you. Like, no problem. So I went into school for business, found myself doing project management on a global scale, and I was falling asleep in my cubicle. And like 3.30, like Marjorie was nudging me, I was nudging her at lunch, she was like, wake up. Like, so I stopped at West Elm part-time um, in the evening, so they were on my way home, and I started just retail sales, just to get my energy, my excitement, my creativity out. And that launched my career for the last like 14 years. So I started like part-time sales in the evening. That grew into management, grew into me launching programs, grew into me being a million dollar sales associate in our house in Manhattan, running one of the top five showrooms, LA, Hong Kong. Now I run my own firm for the last three years. And that's amazing. It's, we do everything from frame to finish, and I absolutely love it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's super inspiring, especially because you had that vision, kind of like went off that path, but made your way back. I feel like 
it's super nice to hear that you stay true to like what you yeah. felt was right. Yeah. It was always kind of like pulling at me. You know, anything I've ever done, like my first side hustle was photographing weddings. Like there was always like a creative oh, yeah. bug yeah. in me. Yeah. And I was just like, I have to like keep exploring this. So like anytime that I've mentored people, it's always been like if you're gonna do a side hustle, try really hard to get your side hustle to feed what the burning passion is inside, right? So like if your part-time job is like serving coffee, but you really want to be in the music industry, if you're not serving coffee at the Tower Records Cafe, you're not in the right room, right? So how do we get our side hustle to then maybe manifest into what you really want? Yeah, that's a good point because I feel like as students, there are so many things that we could potentially get into and experimenting with them and trying to like make connections within our own lives so that we can be in the right place at the right time and find those opportunities. I feel like it makes it a lot easier and a lot more inspiring, yeah. more motivating. I agree, but sometimes yeah. you get lost in like trying to make those right. connections and then you're listening, you've got your parents in your ear, you've yeah. got the senior in your ear, you've got your girlfriend that's like, girl, like, just come work at yeah. Forever 21 and yeah. you're like, but I really want to be a painter, yeah. and like, that's not gonna support why right. I'm here, yeah. right? So I don't feel like we have that conversation early enough, yeah. and be able to say like, okay, cool, like, what's really like, what's the end goal? Like, right. two years, five years, ten years. Let's just like create that vision board, and then start to plug and play into it. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point for students to see like. It might you might not hit those points exactly on time, but just to have what do you want to be in five years? Like where is your heart pulling you in five years, in sure. ten years? And then if you make it there at that point, that's okay. But as long as you're moving towards that goal, you're winning. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. Every day. Every and you day. said that every single day you wake up and you're driving yourself. That's yeah. it. You yeah. Know? And it's not just about me. It's the selfless part. Like yeah. I'm called to service. Like yeah. this is what I, I mean. Everything I've ever done has always been in service of others. Yeah. Like, even when I was younger. So yeah. for me, like that. It's in direct alignment with like what's on my heart, like you yeah, said. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned um, like a hardship with the drawing aspect of things and yeah. how it kind of pushed you away. Did you see any other struggles throughout your career that were like kind of pinpointed and pushed you away, but you still continued on? Oh my God, they're still continuing today. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm like, I joke and say I've got like a master's in Google and I'm like, you know, uh, you know, prolific and fake it till you make it. Yeah. So, you know, it's always just having that confidence. Like it's, I don't have the answer, but I can get back to you. Yeah. Um, you know, learning there's so many layers yeah. to this industry in the world of design um you're constantly growing you're constantly learning yeah. no two projects are ever the same no two clients are ever going to be the same and you're like having to pivot right i think the ones that do really really well in this industry are like the ones that can just like pivot right mm -hmm. if you're the one that's sitting there at you know Cheesecake Factory, and their menu is like 50 pages, and you're like frozen, yeah. and you're just like, I just, it's my turn, hold on, yeah. I need to order dinner, and you can't make a decision <laughs> in those moments. I feel like the one that can just like flip through to page uh -huh. 20 and be like, I'll take the chicken alfredo yeah, yeah, yeah. and be okay with it. Yeah. You've pivoted, and you thought you wanted a salad, and you changed it up. It's, you know, that's the fun part. Yeah. We're always pivoting. There's always right. like, you're like, oh, I thought the wall should be here. Okay, well, the wall can't go there because it's yeah. load-bearing, and we don't have the money for it. Okay. The whole plan doesn't need to completely fall apart. Yeah. And we're able to just shift and pivot. Right. And then as you get older, you get a little easier to like pivot this way and then you pivot this way. Yeah. And the client doesn't even feel it. Like, right. You know? It's kind of fun. That's a huge learning experience too, yeah. is, is seeing 
I feel like we learn more from our challenges is when we're wrong as opposed to when we're right. We get the answer right. It's in the back of our minds, but have we learned from that? And I feel like just you explaining, you know, can't, that wall can't go there. It's low bearing. We have to find something else without completely changing the entire plan. Yeah. That's so important for and us. How many times have you heard a designer like throw their hands up yes. and it's just like, it has to, like, we have to right. find the architecture money. It's like, right. that's not always right. the solution, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, pivoting, it's like, put your roller skates on because you're constantly, yeah. you know, spin, twist, pivot. Yeah. That's kind of the fun part, right? And as creatives, it's like a painter taking a blank canvas. Sometimes that piece comes out completely different. I've seen a painter flip the canvas upside down and rotate it a few times in order to finally get, like, yeah. what feels right. Yeah. So sometimes it's like what we have to do. I mean, sometimes I pivot, like, 30 times before noon. It's like, right. no matter how organized we are. Yeah. But, I mean, even in school, right, I feel like you guys could drive that back to where you are right now in a coursework that you might have taken and you thought it was the right course. But then it turned out not to be, and maybe you have to pivot or stick with it. Right. Yeah. You're constantly, like, moving through life. Yeah. You mentioned a lot about like your school and how you went for business and now you're pivoting back and forth. Do you think that going to school for business kind of like helped you in the design field in the end? Yeah, I, I 100%. I think we need a little bit of business in life. I mean, really as designers, like designing is like 20% of what we do. The rest is like the business part, the human, like people relations part of it. Um, and I think business teaches you so much of those like social skills. It teaches you to like protect yourself. Yeah. It teaches you to kind of blow the box up and think outside of the box right. and not just zone in on your yeah, dreams. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you feel? Um, I think that it's so important as students for us to actually push ourselves to experience that. Vanessa herself is taking quite a few business classes for a minor. Okay. And I think that as somebody who is only taking interior architecture classes right now. I switched, I did a little pivot, I switched from architecture to interior architecture. Okay. And I've learned a lot from that, but it did shorten my time as a student okay. from a whole entire year, it was like shaved. Okay. So I'm now trying to see like, what can I actually learn so that I'm not coming out not in the dark because they teach us quite a bit where we're at, but I think a little bit more knowledgeable and a little bit more comfortable with the business side because inevitably we're facing the business side. 100%. Yeah. And I think that there's so many options, you know, like I'm not pro like really great in CAD or SketchUp, right? I have somebody that does do my three-dimensional renderings, but it's always kind of been on my heart to like take a CAD course, right? Yeah. Get into, you know, take a 3D rendering course. All that technology is so accessible today. And maybe it's a crash three to six week course. Yeah. Yale, Harvard, there's a lot of these business schools that offer these like intensive shorter programs. Yeah. So like if you're missing the business part, right. like, she's getting it right yeah. now. You take the time to pour into yourself yeah. in your downtime, but it's making it optimal, right? Like, what are we doing with the best use of our time? Kind of yeah. going back to the side hustle. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, okay, like, I'm going to make July really tough but, and take a business course, mm -hmm. but then you figure out a way to, like, reward yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, to the outcome of that education becomes the reward because then it takes a lot of, even if I'm not completely knowledgeable in everything that I Which possibly could be, be right? Right. at least we have that stepping stone of, okay, now I'm understanding this basis and I can base my designs off of that. Correct. That's super important. And it's all just about experience, right? Like right. every job you have, every mentor, like every opportunity is really, it's a stepping stone in growth yeah. and a learning opportunity. Yeah. And back 
back to the drive of pushing ourselves to continue with that, even if it's not in our program that's set up for us, yep. to yeah. set that program up for ourselves. 100%. You said something earlier, and I think like with every failure or every missed opportunity mm-hmm. is a learned opportunity, yeah. right? So it is a moment for us to hit the pause button mm-hmm. and then like, what was my takeaway? Right. Good, bad, or indifferent? Right. And then how do we apply it? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think this high point especially, we have been hearing a lot about designers and people involved in this field pouring back into ourselves and kind of filling that well of fulfilling our passions. And I think it's awesome to hear that you won't always know everything, but there's still that opportunity to have the side hustle, but make it be this thing that you could fulfill to better yourself in the end. Yeah. And it's really nice to hear. Yeah, it's, it's exciting because, I mean, you know, you have to be strategic, um, but aware and mindful, yeah. and that mindfulness of being able to pour back into yourself, carving out the time to learn, to yeah. educate. You know, this market's been a really different for me, and I'm realizing how, like, structuring that calendar makes a big difference because it's like two days of press, two days of education, maybe a day and a half of like the running around and the sourcing. If I've got a client that I'm shopping for, maybe it's a little different, but I really found carving out the moments for like education on this one and like participating and actively like really looking at the seminars and being like, that's aligned. That's a gap and I need to learn that. Yeah. Um, like we're gonna go into here because I really like this person and she's got a solid voice. Yeah. It's so important for us to see like the education aspect that you are getting from everything. Like we see you as this established designer that is wonderful, which of course you are, but you. also we're forever students. Yeah, we are. And mm-hmm. it's so like we're winning that as a hashtag. Yeah. Like, hashtag yeah. Forever, forever students. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but it's so yeah, true. Always learning. Yeah, and it's so refreshing for us to see that yeah. from your perspective. So. I mean, there's a huge takeaway, and it's like if I can come back, it's like I, I've been saying, and I feel like we need something at high point because, like, we everybody high points differently, everybody right. works yeah. differently. Um, but I think the bigger overall is like, what is our like, what are we bringing home with us? Yeah, and you know, some people do the education side, some people don't, but the ones who do have like these nuggets and these gems yeah. that you're going back and like you're inspired and yeah. like, you wanna like sit down at your desk and figure out how do mm-hmm. I like how do I plug this into my world yeah. and apply it. Yeah, I definitely take that inspiration aspect. I look at we go to um all these different showrooms and I'm kind of seeing all these pieces and I'm like, well if I were to make that, how would I make that? And Coming here as a student is super eye-opening, especially because we're in a semester-long project right now, and we're taking in all these bits and pieces, and going back to our studio work, we're kind of going to take everything we learn and put it all together, and it's like awesome to see as a student. Yeah, I love that you said that. So like in, the, in my 20s, I was working with our house furniture, and I came here for the first time as like a piloted project developer. Okay. So mind blown that I kind of pieced this all together on this trip. But you know, it was the CEO of the company and his product development leads and me. Right. And like one other sales associate that was piloting to be able to say this is what's missing, but sourcing through market and like being able to say how would I do that differently? Right. We're missing yeah. this, right? So I love that you're walking through with that lens because we can put so many lenses on, right? We yeah, can absolutely. see it so many different ways. It right. can just be beautiful, sparkly, fun things. Yeah. Or you can actually say like, there's an opportunity there. Yeah. As a designer, what would I do? Yeah. As an interior architect, how would I change that or implement it, right? right? 
what's one thing that you would say that's like been one of your big like wow moments or one thing that maybe you would have changed we've gotten that question a lot I think that in my perspective I don't think I would necessarily change anything with the work there I think I'm more taking it to change the work that I have at home that's fantastic yeah can you say that again because I feel they need to hear that. Yeah, it's That's so huge. true. Like, so we, I like you have everybody has an opinion. Design yes. is subjective. We've heard that about a thousand times right. on this trip. But designers, especially, have yes. opinions. We can't help it. Right. Absolutely. And some <laughs> you might resonate with, some you might not. That's right. okay. Exactly. Everybody's clients are going to be just as different as the designers. So, but I think that for us, seeing like there's a lot of outdoor things here now that we didn't actually yeah. get the opportunity to see last time. Yep. Yeah. And we're outdoors doing, on like another level. Oh my god! This, yeah, yeah, really. Like, wait. Yeah. We shouldn't go outside. What? Yeah. That doesn't belong, there. It doesn't belong like, out there. Seating and everything. Yep. And there was uh-huh. um, a situation where he had to clean off the white seating so that it was nice on camera, and it was like two seconds of wiping it off. And that it was, was it. Like, and I was like, this is literally outdoors. I see outdoor the furniture future, like landing yeah. indoors because like kids, pets. I mean, that's like what we designed right, for. Yeah. It's like just throw it in the living room. It's so comfortable now, and, and like, it makes you take a beating. Yeah. Right. You just watched him like literally wipe that off. Right. The other woman yesterday was like, you can use bleach. And I'm like, you use the B word? Like, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. But it's wild yeah. to see the innovation now that Absolutely. we have that we can incorporate. So we're interiors, but right now we're doing an exterior interior space. It's an alleyway that we're working on. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's a really exciting experience. Super so, cool. yeah. So we're taking a lot of that information and saying well, we can actually make this space comfortable. It doesn't have to be simply industrial. It can yeah. be right. like a little bit of a natural space with like more comfortable elements that okay. can withstand a lot more. Yeah. So we're, that's definitely going to be in my projects a lot more. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, like you said, having that like outdoor furniture that now can be put indoors and putting it into our project of this outdoor space that we're sort of like transforming to be this right. in, enclosed area is like, I can't think of the word for it, but it's... Um, innovative yes like because we're seeing it firsthand saying this should not belong outside but it's so durable and it it sustains like all different types of like extremes and now you can put it interior so kind of taking these elements and putting them into our work is like it's awesome i feel like and go ahead uh market you can touch it that's like the best part Uh about market for us is like i think that we're so far away from the actual design yep from behind our computers or a sketch pad or whatever. 100%. So yeah. Well that's why I love High Point by Design is now trying to make High Point a destination mm-hmm. all yes. year round. Yeah. And you've got about fifty showrooms that are committed to that. Yeah. It's gonna grow. I'm really excited to see where High Point will be in the next five years. Yeah. Because me too. I think between High Point University, like I think it's gonna become a destination for not just us as designers to potentially maybe bring our clients here, mm-hmm. but to be a growth place where you guys can like Absolutely. really take your careers right. to a whole nother level. Yeah. yeah. We spoke to yeah. um, we spoke to Jane yesterday about High Point by Design and she was super inspired. She's talking about bringing students here and teaching them like all different yeah. elements of design. And as a student, I'm like, when where do I sign up? But I mean, what an amazing experience to be able to mm-hmm. walk through a factory and right. to speak to the manufacturer yeah. mm-hmm. and understand like the difference between an eight-way hand tie and a sinuous spring system, mm-hmm. or to be able to see how the difference of an outdoor cushion yeah. varies and why we can actually put it outside right. and how the water like penetrates and seeps through. Learning that and is learning more that is right. important, and I think that's where you guys will have a bigger advantage and like Absolutely. your businesses will like take off to a, a place that ours maybe took a lot longer to get yeah. to. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, we are grateful for you guys for setting up those opportunities for us. I feel yeah. like 
your group specifically at this market now is I've never felt so like welcomed by designers and Absolutely. so like yes. eager to be spoken to. Yes. I don't know. It's a really good feeling to know that we're bridging a lot of gaps in design and, and yeah. architecture all together as designers, manufacturers, everyone I feel like is becoming a lot more of a group collaborative. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually now 60%. Designers represent 60% of market's attendance. Wow. Which never used to be the case because it used to be like showroom right. buyers, buyers right. you know, shop owners, yeah. um, vendors, like all of that. It yeah. was like a small bucket of us used right. to be right. designers. And that blows my mind because I'm just like, this, this feels right. Like this yeah. is where we should be. Absolutely. Like how else do we figure all of this out yes. over the last couple of years, right? So I'm excited to see the shift. I feel the shift this yeah, market. Me too. I've had more fun this market than I've ever had. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so that feels really, really good. Yeah. And you guys look, I mean, you guys look relaxed. You look like you've had a great week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're definitely, I think we're a lot more comfortable now. We were here for fall market last year. Okay. We um, were away for the spring. We went to Florence Italy to study abroad. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's fantastic. And thank you. And yeah. we're right back at it. And I feel like, I don't know. So these two feel like someone to watch. I'm like, I'm <laughs> here for this. You. You're welcome. So you. coming back, it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm stepping on not just ground that I've been on before, but ground that I'm also welcome on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we've spoken to so many people last fall that we see them again. They're like, hey, how are you? What are you doing? And yes. it's that networking that is so much more comfortable. It's hashtag why we market. Yeah, like, it's absolutely. why we come yeah. to market, right? It's so absolutely. refreshing. Yeah. yeah, just as designers in general too, because we are we're calling ourselves designers now. We're calling ourselves architects because oh, that's yeah. what, it's coming up. It's yeah. quick, so yeah. We, we have to see. Yeah, we were just students. We were like, oh, I'm a student, and now they're like, no, you're a designer, no right. matter what chapter you are in your life. Right. Call it forth, own it. Yeah. And continue to sow the seeds. Keep planting. Keep hard. Your harvest is yeah. coming, and yeah. then like keep going, right? And I love the fact that like you're you're. When you say it, you start to believe it, yes. right? So by the time you graduate, you're like, look, I've got a great portfolio. Yeah. This is the work that I'm doing. This is the experience I have. Right. You know, and you walk into it, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm very excited. Um, yes, we are very excited. <laughs> As a senior, we are working on our portfolios now. Okay. And I went into your website and kind of like dove into your portfolios. Okay. Do you have a little bit of advice for students into what to kind of put into their portfolio, what to definitely have, some some elements like that? I feel like, so for me in my portfolio, like I love doing kitchens and bathrooms. Okay. Um, they're kind of like, the kitchen is the art of the home. Absolutely. So I'm strategic in the way that I show projects and make sure that like I represent, if I've done the kitchen, that like a lot of my kitchen projects are on there. Mm -hmm. It's part of that storytelling. And for me, that's what it's about for me. You know, no two of my projects, I think you can tell, are really the same. It's right. like from a bachelor pad and a penthouse yeah. in Los Angeles to a family of five in, you know, the Hamptons, Calabasas, Indianapolis, I mean, we've been all over. Right. But it's about the storytelling. And I want, I've traveled to over 25 countries. I've lived abroad, I've studied abroad. Mm -hmm. So like for me, like I'm not, I don't pigeonhole my work. Mm -hmm. And I want somebody to like look at my website and make it palatable that like I'm approachable mm -hmm. and that they can have a conversation with me. Yes. And then like, I don't know where I fit in, but like I see that you're not just one note. Yeah. And for me, like that's my jam. Like I like to be able to diversify my portfolio yes. and really 
you'll see a common thread and the more time I keep doing this, like yeah. the better I get and I can see that. I can see my evolution, I can see the change. Mm -hmm. You know, so I start to put those better projects towards the top and right. the other ones start to kind of, yeah. you know, sift to the bottom. Um, but yeah, for me, it's really is about that storytelling, okay. you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of that pivot too, again, of, yeah. of versatility. Yeah. Versatility, yeah. you know, and some designers are, versatile and some are not yeah. and some are stay in their lane and I applaud them. Some designers only do or architects only do a modern, yeah, right. right? Only do super traditional and that's okay too. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's, there's something for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I want to, I'm not for everyone, mm -hmm. but I want my work and my portfolio to be palatable enough that you can come to me, have a conversation. And if I'm not the one, maybe I have the answer yeah. or a recommendation. Right. That's amazing. And I, I can't help but to like keep referencing back in every single interview to the connections that we make and the respect that we have for each other as designers. Yeah. I feel like there's so many designers that are willing to say, I appreciate you for telling me that I'm not the one for you. Yep. Here's somebody that I know that uh -huh. that might be. Might be. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. But that's all trust. Right. Yeah. You know? And I think if you can get the trust part now, like your career will take off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that networking is super important right. of like knowing who you could bounce ideas off of and rely on for certain strengths that you might lack. I think that's an yeah. important part it's of really big. marketing and, as well. And not everyone, like, I feel like they don't teach you how to network in college. Yeah. yeah. They just don't. Right. It's like LinkedIn, um, figure it out. Yeah. But I mean, there's so many YouTube videos now finding an older mentor, like I was very lucky in my 20s. I had a really like awesome mentor. I was like kind of participating in this like network marketing thing. And Patrick Mazur would throw me in the middle of a room, okay. put me in a suit, and was just like, go. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean, go? Like, I'm like 26 years old. Like, what do you mean? How do I do this? And I was scared as all get up. And he would challenge me. He was like, go out, get five business cards, bring them back to me. And it's something you guys can almost do with each other right. in the room. And been like, bring back five business cards and tell me who you talk to. Yeah. Okay, right? So it's like having fun with networking and taking like all of the like anxious and like, yeah. oh my gosh, this room is so big. Like I always say, get off the wall and get in the middle. Right. Like the, the power is in the middle. Yeah. Get in the middle of yeah. the room. Get yeah. off the wall, get in the middle right. of the room. It's okay yeah. to be in the madness sometimes yeah. as long as you know, you're, you're taking from it and you're learning from it. Yeah. 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 Sometimes as a student though, I feel, I, I guess it depends on which room we're in. But it's almost like, oh no, I'm a student and they don't want me here, yeah. kind of a thing. It's kind of figuring out who you can talk to, but also taking that challenge and talking to everyone at the same time. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, and you, some people are going to be receptive, but with every no, there's a yes right behind it. Right. We just talked about that. Yeah. You know, and you can't, like, all of a sudden, like, shrink back. And when you find yourself shrinking back, like, you've got to kind of create like a mechanism to get mm -hmm. you back, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've had it like happen where I'm like, I feel super, super small and I've been at really big tables mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, like how do I, I like, I'm afraid, here, yeah. like right. I'm afraid to, if I say the wrong thing, like yes. I don't look stupid, like it's fine. There's no wrong answer right. to it. You're learning, you're growing, but you're in the room. Mm -hmm. And you know, I always say there's a reason why you're there, right? Yeah. Like, there's a bigger power to that. Yeah, yeah. And I think everywhere we go, we can we can take that into effect. It doesn't matter where we are. High Point is a beautiful opportunity for that. Huge. But wherever we are, you know, we have the opportunity to make connections with people and to learn from them. We had um, Jane mentioned a few situations through her career where, you know, she had um, a student that she was teaching, and although it seemed like a minuscule job, yep. it helped her with her speech to try to describe certain words mm -hmm. and understanding them and, and how it best fit them. Yeah. And then it later on helps us with seeing how can we communicate with others 
and reword it. She had so important. Pivot and change her language. Right. Yeah. Because exactly. Because she's now speaking to a different audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. kind of hearing that story of she didn't start with design either. She kind of like bounced back and forth with like editing and writing and all these different things, and then pivoting again. So hearing consecutive designers saying, this is not where I started, but I took every path that I needed to, to get, to get here. here. Right. Yeah. It's nice to We hear. don't know where we're going to end up. You right. know, like ever. people keep asking us like, oh, where do you guys want to be? And I'm like, I know, know. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but I know the, the little goals that, you know, are very broad yep. where yeah. I want to be, sure. but I don't know where I'm going to end up. I just know that the opportunities that come, I would like to yeah, it's, it's that level of awareness, right? Right. And intentionality. Yeah. And integrity. It's like those right. three things. It's awareness, integrity, intentionality. Mm-hmm. If you're intentional, that awareness, and you're operating with integrity, life is going to be good. Yeah. yeah. You can feel that, too, every time that you speak about something, because there's, whether it's a goal or, um, like, like even five business cards, that's a goal. That's you know what I mean? That's yeah. a goal. Yeah. And once you acquire that, there's so much reward to that. I got my five. Yep. I can yeah. go home now. challenge right. yes. that's like rewarding at the yeah. end. Yeah. It's important for us to see those because we're looking at our projects as a board, yeah. our final project. I, I right. love what yeah. she just said is obtainable mm-hmm. challenges. Right? Yes. Sometimes we shoot for the stars and then we set ourselves up for failure. Yes. I'm learning how to like use the word failure for so many years right. I wouldn't use it. But obtainable challenges, yes. right? So take the big one and maybe chop it up right. and put them in the bucket smaller. Yes. Yeah, so this yeah, way yeah. then they're a little bit more palatable and digestible. Yes. And that's it's everyday challenges. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. Yes. We're constantly on that wavelength as always. long as we stay moving. Yeah. The moment you leave the house, I mean there's always gonna be a challenge. Yeah. Someone's gonna get in your way, something's not gonna move as quick, someone's not gonna do what you asked them to do. Right. There's always gonna be challenges. And Absolutely. that's kind of the fun of life and it's I think the, the bigger part of that is what you do with those challenges. Right, yeah, yeah. And as designers, we're here to problem solve. And I mean, 100%, probably, yeah. 80% of what I do is like not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. This is like, but, but, okay. And then like, right. uh, problem solve, right? You figure right? it out. You figure it out. And then it and I'm sure you're finding that in your coursework and some of the projects that yeah. you're having now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In the best way, sometimes a little bit inconvenient, but in the best way, yeah. we're learning from that. And I think that taking yeah. those experiences and elaborating on them in our work yep. is so important for us. So Huge. it's important to see yeah. you doing the same thing as well. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's super inspiring. Mm-hmm. Like you were mentioning before, we look at our project as like this board and now we're like taking smaller pieces and chopping up that big thing and putting it back into our board. It's sometimes very frustrating when you're like, okay, I know the final picture has to be this. How do I get from here to there? In a intentive way. It's like the more difficult part of design, but I feel like that's the beauty in design that it could go either way. Yeah. I mean, we just did the Brooklyn Designer Show House, which is, we've got two spaces in that, and we originally got brought on board to renovate the fifth floor bathroom, and then at the final hour, they didn't have a designer to do the lower level vestibule, and so they were like, I was pacing, like, there was all these delays, like, my tile was stuck in LA, we had to LTL it on a plane, and all of this nonsense, right? Typical in our industry. Right. And so they were like, do the lower level vestibule. And I said, okay, great. So I had 10 days to transform kind of four spaces in this garden level vestibule. And the amount of pivoting that you had to do 
and like constantly like figure it out yeah you know and not get stuck in it i think it's like super exciting right yeah, it's absolutely. just like and then originally uh, the reason why i was telling that story was it was supposed to start out being black and white just like the bathroom okay. and i allowed it to like break apart into chunks okay. and challenge myself and use a totally different color palette to be able to showcase my work. Yeah. Right? That's so awesome. I kind of say that life should be put in buckets. Yeah. Right? Like, so we're looking at one big, huge problem. There's probably really four things happening. Right. Yeah. So let's take all four exactly. of those things and put them into life. Yeah. 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 It's kind of hard to see that when you're like in the middle of it being super frantic, but taking that step back to kind of remember, okay, this could be like this. It doesn't necessarily have to be what I intended it. Right. It's really important in design, especially yeah. as a student learning that. Yeah. And you're artists, right? It's, yeah. It goes back to what we said before. Uh, allow, flip the canvas. Yeah. Put the canvas away. Pull it back out. Like, yeah. it's gonna be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Take the little steps. Take absolutely. the little steps. Yeah. One so, of our. Oh, no, go ahead. No. I just okay. that. <laughs> While we're here, I don't know. Um, our freshman professor, Kate, she was always like, you don't know what to do with it. Put it upside down. Yeah. And we were wow. like, oh, she what? She would take her models and just flip them flip upside them. down. Get out of here. I mean, build more on top of that. And we were like, <laughs> yes. I would like look at her. Like, you want me to do what? I, was like, I don't even know what to do with it standing right. the right way. Like, I swear I didn't take the call. <laughs> um, I did want to ask you a little bit about your current situation in your business now. Okay. Yeah, if you want to elaborate. I, I think that's also serious. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> like, your current situation. Information. Um, yeah, so I, I'm curious to know like what pieces you have that you're working on now, sure. and if you want to talk a little bit about you know how that that I guess accumulated and where you maybe even found the opportunities. Sure. Yeah. So this year has been one holy roller coaster. Um, we've changed markets, so we relocated from Los Angeles back to New York City. I haven't been in New York for eight years. So I kind of joke and say I'm like the new guy in town again. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like it was dark for a moment. You know, only crazy me moves in the middle of the winter in New York City. But yeah. like, hey, let's put the bandit yeah, off yeah. And, and do it. Um, I'm so grateful I did. And I'm noticing the difference between East Coast and West Coast. Mm -hmm. So like right now we're working in a kitchen in Calabasas and kind of hidden hills with a great contractor of mine. And, you know, he brought me in. The architecture plans just kind of weren't really right. But we built the trust right. that he can call me up. And I was like, 20 minutes on a Zoom call with the client, I'll be able to interview her, tell her everything that's wrong, and get right. her buy-in. So right. this way we can make an amazing kitchen that she's going to spend great money on, and she's going to genuinely enjoy it, right? Yeah. She needs to feel hurt. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of that from a distance um, and being able to transform spaces. So like the kitchen project's a really fun one. We've got another client that is like operating kind of from home. She's a celebrity chef, and we're now transitioning. We've done the whole house. Now we're moving into the backyard into phase two That's and transitioning awesome. like this like awkward, dingy bungalow yeah. in the back and turning it into a super sexy, sweet like nice. headquarters, oh, awesome. guest bedroom, and then there's like a little oh, sub wow. kitchen. Yeah. It's gonna be super fun. So That's that one awesome. I'm really excited yeah. for. They're not afraid of color, so like okay. but they're Cali neutral, so there's like a little uh -huh. pops of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then in New York we just finished a house out in Long Island. So I actually had sold them their apartment furniture nine I'm gonna date myself almost ten years ago. Yeah. And then they've been she's been following me on Instagram 
just like whole time. I had no idea. And so I had posted in my new office in New York in Harlem. And she like called me up. She's like, hey, this is going to be really random. Do you remember me? And I was like, yes. And I was like, I did your apartment in She's like, I've been following you for the last like eight years. Oh my god. Back in New York. Oh. And I was just like, oh my gosh, yes. And she's like, we bought this house. We had no idea what to do with it. I'm oh so god. glad you're here. So like, I say that to say you never know who's watching. Yeah. Um, and that is just like, that was a huge blessing. Yeah. And now the Brooklyn Designer Showhouse has come up. Um, we're speaking on a panel with um, Ingrid, the editor-in-chief for Mel Decor okay. on Thursday. So that's going to be great. Talking just about this, about how to become an interior yeah. designer. Um, I feel honored. I don't have all of the answers, yeah. but I'm here to share my story. Right. Um, and yes, yeah, so the opportunities are coming in. We're pitching for like a small cafe in Hoboken on the water, which nice. would be kind of cool. I love mixing commercial, residential. It's all service for good. So you know, we're it's kind of all happening. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot at once, but I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like that opens up a thousand more doors for you by doing that. And that is so, I'm like in awe that somebody had followed your entire experience and it's like, I'm here again. What's what's up? It kind of keeps blowing my mind. I'm not, I don't look at, I'm not used to being seen like that. So yesterday we were in Jaipur and this woman, we were standing getting like a cocktail towards the end of the day and she like tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around and I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> I was tired. I didn't right. really realize it. Right? Right. And she's like, what do you mean, what? And her whole face was just kind of like in shock, but like almost pale. Right. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, you're Antonio Delote. And I was like, I am. Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, I've been following you for three years. Uh, she's like in her late 50s. Yeah. She's like, I quit my job. Oh. I went back to just doing what I wanted to do. Because again, she's known she's wanted to be a designer right. since she was in the sixth grade. Deterred. Women didn't have a place in the industry right. back then. She's like, I finally decided to do it. She's like, I've been watching you, and I can't think. I'm gonna not cry on this podcast. Oh my God. And she was like, I cannot thank you enough for paving the way for me. Yeah. Her husband was behind her. Her niece was next to her, oh and they God. were high pointing together. And she was just like, we were just talking about you at lunch today. We saw your face no outside way. Universal, and I like was, I was like, okay, first A, I apologize for the way. Like, but I was like, I'm not used to being seen like right. that. And to be able to like have a voice, yeah. and be able to create change and inspire others, yeah. and create mentorship programs or advocacy and hold space for up-and-coming great students like right. yourselves, that's part of my mission. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, you never know who's watching. Right. Yes. That's At the end awesome. of the day, yeah, that's why we're doing this. That's, that's why, we why this. we're doing this to help others and create a path for somebody, even if they're on it for yeah. two seconds, 100%. whatever it may be. So that's absolutely beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. And I like that you say, like, you want them to be heard. Right. So everyone that you're speaking to, although you didn't recognize her, she, you, she was heard, like, 100%. in that, in the end, because she followed you for so long and it kind of got that, like, that, oh my gosh, I can't believe it feeling. Yeah. It's like awesome. I think we've all been a little starstruck at High Point at once, and, you know, at yeah. some point, right? And also you walk by, you're like, oh my gosh, is that what we think it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know, yeah. it's like taking me into the world and like uh-huh. kind of making it our reality. And it's right. just like, did that, was that really just what I think it was? Yeah. And, you know, so to have that be a me, I'm super grateful for that. And, you know, we stopped, we, you know, I hit the pause button and, you know, kind of put my calendar away and like just, again, with intentionality and integrity yeah. be able to like spend 30 minutes with her yeah. and like pick her brain, right. follow each other now on Instagram. Oh, awesome. We took a great photo and it'll be a high point memory for yes. them. 
and that's why we market. Yeah, I think you also have such a driving force that it's so reassuring to have those little moments because although there it's 30 minutes in time, doesn't seem like a lot in the grand scheme. It is a lot for a day. It seems like not a lot for the grand scheme, but it's huge. Did you take the three years she's been watching yes. to the 30 minutes? It's yeah. like that could lead to the next 30 years right, for her, right? exactly. Like, I don't, yeah, and I don't if it probably had such an done. effect on you, I would have been like, I still, I mean, yeah. I, I literally still get choked up talking yeah. about it, you know, because it's, it's special. Right. And, you know, and it's going to be the same way for you guys someday. Like, all of a sudden, you're going to, you know, stand in a space and someone's going to be talking about it behind mm -hmm. you, but not necessarily make you realize that you're the designer. Right. And you're going to hear those positive affirmations behind you and then like, oh my gosh, like, that they're actually talking about yeah, yeah, me yeah. my work, you know? Yeah. So, I think it's amazing. That's so amazing. I know. That's super exciting to think about, like, that could be us. Because mm -hmm. we're talking to you and it's happening to you right now. And right be. now we're like, oh my god. Yeah, right? Not it could be, but it will be. Yeah. Thank right? you. Oh, it will be. Oh, yeah, keeping that. Like, a little jolt that I need. <laughs> <laughs> I set up a little shirt. Yeah, there you go, right? It will be. Yes. Yeah. And I think as students, the, the reassurance, it's, it's not something we should heavily rely on, but it's definitely something that I think boots us right in the right direction. And if yeah. you need it, then say you need it. Yeah. Right? Like, I need positive affirmations around me. Right. I need you to just tell me I'm amazing on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. This yeah. is how you're going to get optimal Antonio. Right. Just tell me I look good today. Like, I'm not afraid to say, like, I, I need positive affirmations. Right. That's just part of, like, I and mean, we spend so much time in our heads as right. designers that, like, when I put something down, I mean, how vulnerable are you to, like, do that presentation? I just need I just need the smallest right. bit yeah. of, like, you did a good job. Yeah. Okay, cool. I hate all of it, but you did a good job. Right. Cool. I heard the positive affirmation and I can keep it moving. Right. So if that's what you need, then ask for it. Yeah. Don't and we've had so many conversations too about vulnerability in this market, much more than we have before. And I think, uh -huh. especially like coming out of COVID and coming out of isolation, I think a lot of it is, is accepting, uh -huh. okay, but this is how I feel and this is how it's affected me. Yes. I don't want to dwell on it, but I do want to move forward from it. I want to admit that this is you know, the situation that I'm in. Yep. And I want to figure out how can I learn to carry forward. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes with a level of honesty, right? Right. And I think, you know, what we've all gone through as a collective, you know, has forced us to go inward. Yeah. And like really again operate with true intention. It's just like I'm 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 vulnerable, I'm cracked all the way mm -hmm. open and this is this is what we're doing, right? right? This is the path I've chosen. This is what I really want. Yeah. And you know you're going to get pushed away, you're going to get turned down, and others are going to receive you and hold you in that right. moment, and that's where you're winning, right? Like, yes. And so keep being vulnerable, keep operating with intention. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate that and take that into consideration as students moving forward yeah. and kind of like ending our undergrad right now. We're like taking that and looking to push forward. So we appreciate all the advice that yes. you've given us. Yeah, you're welcome. Seriously. I'm excited seriously. to like, I feel like these are two to watch. So I, you know, you. you've got a me in your corner now. So yeah, thank you. whatever you need, I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I'm happy to, to share. If I've got it, if I don't, I'm a plug in player. So, you know, I don't know everything. So if I've got access to something, you guys are more than welcome to tap into my network thank of you. people. But I definitely feel like these two ladies are definitely <laughs> going to be ones to watch. Um, so I'm really excited to watch you blossom and bloom and then take your careers and just and launch. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> let's not do that today because I've a long day. I don't want to. Just let's not do that. <laughs> um, so I feel like this is a really good.
good spot to finalize our last question for the interview. Okay. Um, so, as students, yep. we like to know that if you could go back in time and give your student self a piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Don't stop. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. Just sure. Don't stop. Keep going. It carries so much weight, though. Don't stop. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Every day. Uh Keep working on those. Keep hurt. Sit down. Shake it off. I always say, you know, like, I spoke on a panel probably about, like, five years ago with a bunch of young entrepreneurs, and it was really, it was just like, you know, you might get the win, right? And that, you want to celebrate your wins, right? I feel like as humans, like, we just get brushed over. Yeah. You know, you'll drop it in the family group chat, and you might not get the response you want. So celebrate your small victories. Yeah. Do a little dance. Right. Keep it cute. Yeah. Go right back to doing what you're doing, but celebrate your small victories. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. And keep on going. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for having me. <laughs> of course, of course. Antonio, thank you for all of your amazing advice and for your time with us. You really have inspired us for our future. Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you like, comment, and share. And be sure to join us next week as the conversation continues from a student's perspective. We hope you liked this discussion with the design industry from a student's perspective. Please like, share, and comment, and stay tuned for more inspiring conversations to come.